You're listening to Your Music, Your Business, a podcast helping you to explore the business behind your music. Hello everyone and thank you so much for jumping on this podcast episode which is all about talking about some of the honesties and the truths about the music industry. Um, I felt like there needed to be this episode because of a few things, but mainly because um, I haven't posted a podcast episode in a while and there's a lot of things that go into that mentally for me. Um, There's a lot of reasons why I haven't. There's a lot of reasons why I feel guilty because I haven't and um, upset because I haven't and all these other you know, inner dialogue thoughts that come into play. But I think today what I want to make sure I'm covering is talking about the realities of the music industry. Well, at least scratch shuffle realities of the music industry. We'll be here for hours if I talk about them all. Um, But I did want to shed some light on what it's like to be a manager working with emerging artists and um, talk about how hard the slog is sometimes um, so without further ado, I definitely wanted to start this podcast episode with a bit of a structure, um, and talk about a little bit of what I've been doing. And I think our last episode was actually released in January. And that is such a great example of how this year has been going. It's just been crazy and hard and really, um, soul consuming I think is what I've been hearing from a lot of my friends as well um but between January and now which is now May god don't count how many months that is please um I've been really busy um I so started off the year with all those goals and I've been really trying to work towards all of them um I've been building a membership I've had um, a new intern changeover. Um, so that includes, um, interviews and things like that. I also, (laughs) I've even hadn't had a new intern change in and now I've got a new, another intern I have to change into as well. So I've literally got into intern interviews today. Um, I've been booking tours. We've been releasing music with all my artists. Um, I've been working closely with new eight week program clients, which takes up a lot of time because it's a lot of getting to know people. Um, and also I've been, um, I've hired a social media manager. So that's a really fun, um, new addition to our team. We're working with Soda Music Group, who is a independent female run music, um, social media management company or business. And that's been really nice to have one more thing off my plate. And also somebody else who's thinking about the branding of how that looks. Um, so that's been a huge help and also felt like a bit of a, a good type of pressure in regards to, um, getting them the tools that they need and resources that they need. Um, and she was even like, Oh, so when can I post about, the podcast, like what's coming up with that. And I was like, oh, that's right. I still need to do that. Um, So it's definitely been really uh, healthy for me to have her on board or them on board because it is their team. Um, But I just, I think 
with everything going on, it's been really hard to find any sort of routine. I've also still work part-time as a nanny. So um, trying to juggle a, f- a business that is taking up my full-time capacity um, while I'm working part-time as well is really tricky. Um, I've been working with business coaches um, and counsellors alike to help me figure out the best way to navigate that. Um, And one of those options has been, or pathways has been to aim to go more full-time in the business um, and drop some nanny hours, which sounds great on paper and it sounds exactly the sort of pathway I want to be taking but then at the same time I um really financially have strapped myself into that and there's a lot of pressure financially to make that happen um which is sort of a really great segue into what I really wanted to discuss um and that is you know the the realities of a financial income within the music industry I think most of you, if you're in the music industry, you're not definitely not sitting there going, yup, I am completely financially um, comfortable. I've never had any financial struggles whatsoever in regards to the music industry. Um, and I only work one job. I think, I think most of you would be working multiple jobs. Um, and that is the reality of the music industry. Um, and I have always seen the success of my business linked closely to when I can afford to run the business full time by myself and actually sustain myself. And, um, it be successful when I don't have to count my pennies anymore within the business. But like the reality is, is that I earn my money from nannying realistically. Like that's how I pay my bills at the moment. Um, so to make that financial sacrifice, to drop some of that nannying, um, to try and grow more full time in the business, to give my clients the sort of service that I want to be providing them, um, to have, be working on certain business growth, um, projects that I think deserve my time. I had to sacrifice my financial income and I've had to really start counting my pennies again and, Um, making sure that every piece, every dollar that comes into my bank account is used wisely. Um, So that does make it really tricky because with that comes financial pressure. Um, If I'm ill or I don't have a client that month or, um, God, there's so many different scenarios that my brain's gone down, I end up being financially pressured and really struggle and that can be really hard um I have quite a few friends in the music industry that are trying to do this full-time and when we're based off clients it's a real struggle and we're also you know in a industry well in a culture that supports hustle culture so the sort of service that we need to provide to or that we feel we need to provide to these customers um or clients or musicians however you want to refer to them Um, needs to be multiple hours of investment and work and um, that can be incredibly draining um, and incredibly um, hard for main like and incredibly hard to maintain um, for mental health reasons um, financial reasons 
oh, so many different things. Um, and I think that's one one of the sort of conversations that I started having with all of my friends in the music industry is like, you know, where are you all at? Um, you know, how are you feeling financially? How are you feeling mentally? Um, is this working for you? And a lot of them have come back with me from this year and gone, I am done. I'm burnt out. I can't do anymore. I'm crying every night to sleep um, because I just can't physically do it. Um, I know I definitely had that um, and still have that within my career at the moment. I went through some pretty wicked burnout. Um, I just took a week off. This is me coming back after a week. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I really struggled to keep going, um, to see the light at the end of the tunnel, um, particularly at the moment, because there's just so many things that just make it feel so hard. Um, I decided to reach out to connect with a counsellor, as I mentioned before, um, about my struggles um, and what's sort of really bothering me because it's not just at the end of the day, um, you know, how hard it is to run a business. It's about how hard it is to manage clients, um, conflicts with clients, conflicts with other people that I have to work with, the pressures that I put on myself, um, all that sort of thing, as well as the struggles that I'm finding and everyone seems to be finding in the music industry in regards to um, online band growth, um, ticket sales at the moment, the flow on effect of COVID and people catching COVID and trying to find crew because everyone's fully booked out. A lack of crew is also another reason why everyone's fully booked out because um, everybody moved from a different, sorry, everyone moved into a different industry. Um, so we have a lack of crew now and the list sort of goes on as to all these different struggles. And, you know, I did have a bit of a reality slap, um, when I did a show recently and we didn't get the ticket numbers that I was expecting. And I, you know, in full honesty and rawness to you, I stood at the back of that venue and was almost in tears and was thinking about, is this where I want to be? I've been an artist manager for five years and I'm still here. I'm still only able to get, you know, work with it. I'm still able to get this band or work with this band to build up this audience and it's here. And, you know, do I want that anymore? Is that enough? Is Am I hitting my head against a brick wall and going nowhere? Like that was really hard because I, I think it was the first proper time in my career where I've properly gone, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Is this really where you want to be at this point in your life? And that was really, really hard to come back from. And I think you can probably hear it in my voice. It still brings a huge level of emotion um, forward for me because 
I don't think I resolved that answer. (laughs) Um, I think I took a break and I am starting to find my passion and my spark again, but I am finding that there are still places that I go or opportunities that I go to and um, try and connect with like networking evenings or conferences and things like that where I once was the sort of person that would soak that up and be really inspired and you know I'm an extrovert so I would thrive off it and be um, you know super energized from it and I went to one yesterday and walked out of it and went I am so drained and so tired I don't want to do any of that because doing that just sounds so much harder than what I've got right now. Um, so that's something that I've definitely been trying to work through um, and trying to push forward through. And I'm hoping that I will eventually find a space in there for myself that will give me the confidence to go, yep, this music industry is the place to be. I am passionate. I'm there's no doubts in my mind about me wanting to do this. Um, let's do it. I don't care what the sacrifice is, which has been my motto for the last five years. Um, but I think there are so many things in this industry that need to change, um, in order to help us. And I think one of the biggest things is government funding and government grants. I personally struggle and I think a lot of the people that I'm connected with and the friends that I'm connected with who struggle with their business is um, the lack of obvious support from the government in regards to them providing funding to help us get on our feet. Like we were one of the biggest um industries that struggled with the pandemic because we were the last ones to be able to open back up. Um, And I personally really have struggled seeing, you know, this is within Australia, um, the budget forecast that they provided us a few months ago and seeing that our... (sighs) Jesus, it's a, it even makes me emotional um, that our funding gets cut within five to ten years. Um, like we we just it literally drops off of the the budget um, Excel spreadsheet. Like it goes, you know, thirty thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars, then zero, while everyone else is still getting money. And it's like, well, what the fuck? Like we bring millions if not billions of dollars into this economy and that's how we get treated and it makes it really hard to feel like we can keep supporting and um, bringing in that money into a government that's not really there to support that Um, so that's one thing that I definitely always have back of mind is um, you know is there grant funding that could help me? Yes, but it's incredibly small. And, you know, is is there more advocacy work that I can do in regards to helping to get that money? Um, thankfully, I, I am connected with the um, Artist Managers Association um, and that 
they have an amazing team that advocates for artist managers, which is fantastic. So that's always a piece of mind off my, my plate. Um, but within government funding and um, government considerations also come different income strategies and, um, you know, the minimum pay for musicians has been something that has been talked about quite a lot in the last six months. Um, minimum pay for musicians, minimum pay for music industry people. We always tend to jump on the outskirts of funding and where the government seems to want to subsidise people. Um, we just saw even yesterday that the government has started doing a scheme for people who get sick and you can get paid um, if you're a casual worker or a part-time worker if you get sick but you have to be in hospitality or retail and things like that and it's like well as a musician my clients don't fall under that or I don't fall under that but how does like where where's my fair share in that just because I'm sick and in a industry that doesn't have the support from the government, where do I get my fair share? I pay my rates. I pay my taxes. Like, how is that fair? So that's definitely another big issue that, um, you know, working with different income strategies can be really tricky. And um, I've had to diverse, diversify my income to make ends meet and to make a profitable projection for my business. Um and that also ties into how we pay support bands. And um, I think there's some very murky, cloudy area in that in the at the moment in regards to, um, I think it's just been suggested or mandated. I'd have to double check on that for you. Um, but there's a $250 minimum pay for support bands if it is a government funded um, project or business. Um, so great if you get hired by the government, fantastic. Um, but I have had artists come back to me saying that's what our, that's what we are owed per minimum. And it's like, well, actually no, because if you take $250 from us, like we barely make money, we barely break even, particularly with the current ticket sales. So, um, I definitely am a huge advocate for having a minimum pay, but then I think it's really hard to be placing that within the music industry currently because we're struggling to even get people through the door. Um, And I think that also links back to this huge issue or this huge conversation about how much do audiences pay. Um, At the start of the pandemic, I had jumped on a whole bunch of these different panels and on one of them there was a conversation about um how much we start charging ticket holders and there was this huge panel or debate about you know we charge them way way below what we probably should be um and we deserve to charge more And that was a huge revelation because nowadays in what universe do we get three hours worth of four hours worth of um, entertainment for only 30 bucks? Like 
that's the, the cost of two drinks sometimes or three drinks. Like how is that something that is even feasible? And even $30 or $20 for a ticket is sometimes the top cap on um, what a band will be comfortable to pay or to, to charge. And I think the more we actually start to challenge that thought process with our audiences and start to train them into thinking, no, you need to pay 40 bucks to see us and that's normal, um, then the better off we'll be. But we also know that inflation is crazy at the moment and people don't have that sort of extra money to spend so they won't be coming to shows. So it's like this big loop of um, a bit of a catch-22 of like, oh, we should charge more, but they can't afford it. So what are we going to do? We're going to price match. We're going to do this, that, and the other. A very interesting challenge to sort of navigate um, as an artist manager and with my mu- with my musicians because that does make it really hard when we want to make money and people aren't coming to shows. Um it's like that is the obvious thing to start pushing up in pricing. Those are really like the scratch level of some probably very big um, changes that need to happen in the industry. There are so many others. I think there's probably a whole other episode that I want to do soon about um, the new findings about mental health in the music industry and what needs to change in regards to that. Um But I also want to make sure we talk about some positives. I think I've definitely come off this one week of being away and had some room to breathe and gone, okay, this is what I want. um, And this is what I don't want from my business. And um, I always keep coming back to the fact that this, the reason why I run this business and work with artists and build up their careers is because it allows me to do what I'm passionate about and what I, I want to do with my own time and also help other people to build up their careers to do the same. Um, I have made a lot of sacrifices financially um, and also mentally, I would say, <laughs> um, to do this business, but it also is an amazing opportunity. I work with some really, really amazing people. Um, I get to set my own times. Um, like I get to, you know, go to yoga in the middle of the day and I get to have coffees with friends whenever, um, I need them or they need me, or we're going to catch up just for fun. Um, and I also get to pick, you know, what time I start. So today I started at 11, um, Yesterday I started at 10 and went till 10 a.m. and went till 9.30 p.m. Um, and I get to juggle what that is. Um, and eventually I get to, should this keep growing and be something that I really want and I, that I'm pushing for and that I will hopefully never give up until I um, get it, is that I it will provide me with my wildest dreams. I will get to go on tour with big bands and do stadium shows and um, have a family and own a house and um, be, you know, dancing at the back of the stadium every night while I grow my business and have employees and all that sort of thing. Um, 
that is what I'm holding on to. And I hope that all of you out there that are musicians or work within the music industry, um, identify what you're going through and question whether you need help to support that for yourself. But then also um, that you keep in mind what the reason is or why the reason is that you're doing it and why you're so passionate about it. Um, We lose too many good people to the fact that this industry is so, so hard. And um, I definitely have friends right now that are a similar breaking point with as me because of how hard this year in particular has felt, but connecting with those people and building each other up can sometimes be the difference between those people dropping out and those people um, dropping out of the music industry and those people thriving. And I think we've definitely got to be supporting our communities and connecting together um, because that is the most important part of music that is music connects us music is um, our lifeblood so stay connected stay passionate um, stay driven and look after your mental health I hope that this podcast episode has been helpful for at least you Um, it's all it's at least been helpful for me in regards to it being cathartic for me to get it out there Um, and yeah Please let me know if you guys are going through the same thing. As I said, it's nice to not feel alone.